1: Welcome to Checkered Past, a loving postmodern examination of the Go-Go-Check branded comic magazines published by DC Comics between February 1966 and August 1967. I'm Dr. Bob, and each week I'll be your guide on this trippy tour through 535 mid-century masterpieces of graphic noveldom. This week, Superman's Girlfriend Lois Lane, numbers 64 and 65... Cover dates, February 1966 and May 1966. Cover prices, 12 cents and 12 cents. Cover artists, Kurt Schaffenberger and Kurt Schaffenberger, edited by Mort Weisinger, featuring the lawless Lois Lane and the musical murder of Superman. Are you ready? Are you with it? Then away we go-go! Go! (laughs) Lane becomes enamored by a Robin Hood-style thief named Lexo. She uncovers Lexo's secret hideout and secret identity of Lex Luthor, concert pianist. Instead of telling the police, Lois secretly helps Lexo avoid Superman. While impersonating Lexo, Lois is knocked unconscious then hypnotized by a strange device in Lexo's lair. After marrying Luther, alias Lexo, Lois joins him in crime as a masked crook named Lola. The pair successfully outwit Superman, but Luther finds it difficult to give up his charitable contributions as his wife demands. When Luther isolates himself to write a new song, Lois thinks he has fallen for Lana Lang. She jealously turns to crime on her own and is caught by Superman. Confused? Don't worry, Dr. Husband's here and is just as confused as you. She's beautiful,
0: lovable, sweet and adorable, Lois, Lois Lane. I'm crazy about her, just can't do without her, Lois, Lois Lane. But why, oh why, oh why, oh why does she keep getting into trouble? Oh, it seems every minute she puts her foot in it, and I foot it down on the double. To save her from danger Wish I could change her Looks like nothing can But I'll do it, I'll do it I'll keep her in line Even if it means changing Her name to mine Or my name Isn't super But why, oh why, oh why, oh why does she keep getting into trouble? Oh, it seems every minute she puts her foot in it And I hot-foot it down on the double. double To save her from danger, wish I could change her Looks like nothing can But I'll do it, I'll do it, I'll keep her in line Even if it means changing her name to mine or my name Isn't Superman?
1: Lois Lane, the nosy dame. She likes to cause trouble and that's her game. Da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da. Lois Lane. Um, well, not exactly. No. Lois Lane, because... This is an imaginary tale. This is a day that might have happened, but didn't. As we are told. Many times. Many times per page. Mm Mm-hmm. Now, you recall we had an imaginary story once before when Superboy and Supergirl were at war with each other. because I have no memory of that. really? It was our very first episode. Okay. Uh, I trust you. Yes, when uh, (laughs) imaginarily Supergirl had come to Earth before Superboy had grown up to be Superwoman. Yes, didn't she put him in an orphanage or something? Yep, yep, yep. Because he was a dick. Yeah, that's all coming back. Good. Uh, so, imaginary stories were a staple of DC Comics during the 60s. Were they? They were indeed. It gives writers a chance to kind of do things that could never happen in the real comic, like turn Lois Lane evil and have her marry Lex Luthor. Yeah, okay, I see that. So, we're covering actually two issues today. Yes, we are. Uh, number 64 and 65, because the story starts... In issue 64, it is concluded in 65. Now, you have not seen number 64, is that correct? That is correct. I did not have it. Let me quickly bring you up to speed as the dog growls in the background. He's doing his post-dinner floral and growling routine. Uh, Lois Lane, we are told, years ago, in the Daily Planet newsroom on a day that might have happened but didn't, Lois Lane is enamored of the town crook Lexo, a masked burglar who uh, robs banks and museums and things of that nature. Sure. Meanwhile, Lexo is escaping from his latest crime into his headquarters where he has three henchmen, all of whom have glowing green hands because they've been... have radiation poisoning. And it makes their hands glow green and eventually their whole bodies will turn green and they'll die. That explains what happens in the end right. of, the six, of Issue 65. Yes. Uh... So Lexo goes on about his crime career. We learn that Lexo is secretly, Lex Luthor, concert pianist. Who is wearing uh, a bejeweled, uh, Baroque-ish kind of uh, tuxedo of some kind Uh for his concert appearances. Um, I won't get into that. Anyway, we flash forward to Lois and Perry White, in attendance at a Lex Luthor concert while he is playing piano with his right hand while manipulating some kind of buttons underneath the piano with his left hand. Turns out he's got a candelabra on the piano, which is also secretly a camera. Oh! An x-ray camera with which he can take photographs of audience members... With an x-ray, specifically so he can see the keys that they have in their pockets. Okay. So that he can then take the photographs and make copies of the keys and rob them. So let's say the uh, CEO of the museum has the museum key in his pocket. Sure. Lex can make a copy of that and break into the museum. Uh, and Perry White, he does uh, make a key, uh, a photograph of the key that Perry White has in his co- Uh, pocket which is the key to the daily planet safe which is when he gets that that is exposed or rather that's revisited in 65 issue 65 yes so he goes to the daily planet he robs uh the safe of the daily planet lois is what is he robbing like the payroll or something i don't know the safe robbing the incriminating evidence that could convict him oh right 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 how did you know that you didn't even read 64 issue 65 it's covered in 65 okay You have a tendency to kind of gloss over these I do, because I like the pictures. Mm. Um, So Lex plants a kiss on Lois. She's even more enamored. A scrap of paper falls out of Lexo's costume, which happens to be... Autographed photograph. An autographed photograph of Lex Luthor from the... uh, concert that Lois autographed for Lex because he also was enamored of her at the concert may I pause for a moment Mm -hmm, sure I was thinking about why Lex Luthor the concert pianist would be such a big deal at this time right and he also of course dresses up in costumes right do you remember, who was really big on television and in concerts at this time? Oh yeah, Liberace. Liberace. His his, uh, nickname was Mr. Showmanship, and the height of his fame was from the 1950s to the 1970s. He was the highest paid entertainer in the world. Really? Yes. Uh, Also the gayest. Well, yes, he was the gayest. We know now. Nobody suspected at the time. Oh, no. Of course. He but... was a confirmed bachelor mm-hmm. at that time. We're confirmed bachelors, aren't we? Right. Oh, well. Oh, actually, we're married. We're, we're married, married yeah. to each other. Yeah, but, okay. Uh, so, Lois deduces that Lexo is secretly Lex Luthor. That makes her love him even more. She decides then to help him. So, she is going to dress up as Lexo to throw Superman off the scent. Oh, that's kind of weird. Now... Here we also learn that Lexo doesn't just rob for the thrill of it. He, he robs to give to charities. To charities, right. So, the Daily Planet has a uh, pull-down spreadsheet of all the charities that have been recently donated to, mm-hmm. mysteriously. Mm-hmm. Uh, Human Rights League. Underprivileged Youth Center. Mental Health Clinic. Political Improvement Auxiliary. Metropolis Orphanage and Actors Retirement Fund. Aww, I know that's sweet. That is sweet. Sweet is uh, Captain Butler. Hi there, buddy. Lois decides she's going to warn Lexo that the gang of the planet's onto him, and she dresses up as Lexo, throws Superman off the scent. I mean in doing so, she knocks herself unconscious. And not with her own hand. She actually no. She runs she encounters into, a wall. into Yeah. I thought she can come as a statue, which well, turns a, her evil. She was running from Superman and ran into a wall, and oh. knocked herself unconscious, so the henchmen who have radiation poisoning yeah. took her back to Lexo's lair. That's where she encountered the statue that hypnotized her and actually turned her evil. No, we've all run into walls before. Yeah, absolutely. Yes, that's happened. I fell down a hill yesterday in the snow. You sure did. You know, I'm all stove up. You sure did Listen, I texted I didn't tell you, oh my god, I didn't tell you What? Oh my gosh What? Uh, when you left to take the dogs outside Yeah I thought I hope he doesn't fall down It's yeah. awfully slick outside uh, It is slick And I bet he's going to fall down And I didn't have my phone with me And you came inside and you said, I fell down And I was like, oh my gosh I thought you were going to fall down Wow I didn't fall down tonight not... Yeah, But not... you know who did fall down? The dog. Butler? He slipped on the ice, fell Hi. Did you fall um, down? Did you fall down, buddy? Also, I need to tell you, I texted my sister, the nurse. Yes? To confirm that... Did you break the coccyx? S- no. To confirm that stove up is a legitimate medical diagnosis, and she confirmed that. So. Okay, please use it in a sentence. I'm all stove up. Sto- from falling. Not stoved? It could be either one, stoved or stove. She suggested that the correct medical terminology is stove up. Well, were you just staring at me like I have three heads? Sis, you should know she's a nurse. She makes a difference. Do you remember that commercial I love? You're a nurse. Yes, that's what I was just... You make a... I know, but nobody remembers it. Every time somebody says I'm a nurse, I always go, you make a difference. It's on TV all the time. Not, not anymore. No, no, not anymore. You don't... How do you know you don't watch TV? I... Well, I watch some television. So you watch QVC and CNN and Outlander. Uh, well, you've just listed the three program, the three things that I watch: right. QVC. Yeah, I do love a good hour of QVC. I am addicted to CNN, and although I do watch the Weather Channel, yes, okay, and, I'm, and we're working our way through Outlander. Back to the comic, Lois. Oh, is- for God's sake, what? That's what the podcast is about. Okay, fine. Lois and Lex are going to get married with one condition from Lois that she that he does not donate any more to charities. Correct. What is so that is so stupid? Why? If you're going to marry a crook, go all in. She's she's evil. Well, she is cuz she's been hypnotized by the evil statue. Now we know. Right. Although she wasn't winning any awards for graciousness and kindness before that in this comic as our ace reporter she was didn't she get the the um kitten reporter award recently in yes the, yes movies? it was a news hen, the news hen the news hen news hen right not kitten. news hen award there's nothing sexist about that folks um, nothing at all now she's in this story that might have happened but didn't she as quits, we're told t- three times in two pages she quits the planet because Perry oh. wants her to edit a story about Lexo, and she says, I wrote it as I saw it. I won't change a comma. Oh, you're still in 64, issue 64. Oh, yeah, sorry. This is all set up for our episode. It's a two-episode, uh, a two-two-two issue episode. Right, so Perry fires her. Superman flies the window, says, Gee, I'm sorry you got fired. By the way, I'd like to marry you now. Oh, yes, you have your hand up. Um... Uh, since I haven't seen issue 64 is Perry White dressed uh, still as uh, as a senator in no. his top hat and coat no he uh, Van Benson has gone back to the FBI and Perry White's back now as editor of the Daily Planet she's wearing a brown suit is Van Benson out of the picture now yeah like even in this imaginary like in, in real time as far as I know he never appears again oh he was handsome he sure was and smart right hmm. uh, well Superman flies in and says by the way Lois, I'd like to marry you now after years and years of resisting. This and, is an imaginary tale. Uh huh. And she says, Hmph, now I'm supposed to fall into your arms. I'm getting married to the incomparable Luther. Goodbye, Superman. Wow. Superman and Jimmy Olsen gamely attend Lois's wedding to Luther.
0: Oh, that's what the flashback is in 65. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
1: And uh, meanwhile, The henchmen are busy robbing a jewelry store or something. Robbing a what? A jewelry store. Mm Mm-hmm. I see that. I'm looking across the table. Right. Big wedding celebration. Lois decides that she is going to join Lexo in his life of crime as Lola. So Lexo and Lola, the new hot crime couple, on to issue 65. Here we are. Uh... It's an imaginary story, as we're told again on the splash page, and we're told twice in the splash page, and first uh, and in the next page as well. Lois, as Lola, is defacing the Statue of Liberty. Yes, by putting a Lola mask on it. Well, the Statue of Liberty has never looked as good as it does now, and also it's it's full on copper colored. Mm-hmm. Of course, it is made of copper, but it's. I don't think it's ever been seen without oxidation. They weren't really paying attention to the inking of the Statue of Liberty in this particular thing. Well, I was just curious. Maybe it had undergone a cleaning in the 60s and was copper-colored for hot minutes. You know, they didn't care about those things in the 60s. Uh, We have a quick flashback of the previous issue, which is not as detailed as what I've just provided you. Thank you. And we open now, several months later, after the marriage of... Lola. They have been on a very Alexa. active crime spree, adding a lot to their collection of their trophy cases from their wild, wild crime capers together, including a one utility belt from Batman. Batman's utility belt. I'd like to know how they got a hold of that. I no, He's very strong. Oh, they knocked him out with sleeping gas, it says mm. right here. Mm. Uh, a minor triumph, really... The job we've planned for tomorrow during Superman Day fest- festivities at Metropolis Park will be a real gas. He has a lot of lo- little pet names for her, doesn't he? Pussycat, he calls her here. Yeah, he calls her something else later on. Now, is Lois a jazz musician? Because she thinks to herself, man, can this cat kiss? Crazy! Now, I know several jazz musicians. And they all talk like that. They do! They literally call each other cats uh-huh. and, and they say things like crazy and You know, I mean, they actually use this language. Yeah. When those lips touch mine, I dig what molten steel must feel like. VOOM! And I picture the jazz musicians that I know. That um maybe they live in like these really cool retro 1960s houses, that could and be. they go home and like their wives are all homemakers, or maybe <laughs> no, I know, I know that they aren't actually some, uh-huh. some of the jazz musicians wa- are married to other musicians, right, um, anyway, it's just kind of funny that they use that language, yeah like these cats are peeling the paint off the walls. Um, as we know, I'm not a fan of jazz. One, four, five, one. That's good enough for my music. I don't need all those extended harmonies. One, two, seven, one. Now. Um, now. Soupy Sales. (laughs) He was a jazz musician, wasn't he? No! (laughs) Ah! He was a children's television host who famously, uh, one day on live television, said, Okay, kids, I want you to all go into your parents' bedroom and get a piece of green paper out of your dad's wallet. And uh, thousands and thousands of children stole money from their parents that day. Oh, no! Yeah. Mm hmm. What do you want? Did you feed Captain Butler? Yes. Why is he all over me? Because he loves you. He's a jazz musician and he wants to call you a cat.
0: (laughs) Okay, back to the story. Back
1: to the story. We're at Metropolis Park. It's Superman Day. There's a parade of men dressed as Superman, all carrying chunks of what looks like kryptonite, but we see. We're not gonna mention the totem pole well there's totem pole. apparently yeah. some Native Americans have uh have have crafted a totem pole for him as a gift yeah uh it's got uh an eagle a squirrel a squirrel an owl an owl and a uh a head Kilroy was here yeah there also there's a gold cup I thought they they could have done a better presents. job of making a totem pole I mean i Well, it's, you know, it's just... Maybe it's ceremonial because it's Superman Day and they just want to present something ceremonial to Superman. (gasps) Yes. Well, we find out in a minute what it is. Mm -hmm. Um, So, (laughs) parade of men dressed as Superman. All holding green kryptonite. All holding what looks like green kryptonite out of the totem pole, which is made of paper, pops Lexo. Uh, And then he takes his pen pen yep. his pen hey, yep. with a shrink ray yep. in, uh, embedded in it and shrinks all of the gifts left for superman yep down to pocket size and puts them in his pocket and where he steals them uh lola is hiding behind a tree great and now a look on her face her triumph has arrived the parade of men dressed as superman collapsed to the ground All of them saying, help, I'm Superman, help me. I'm Superman, help me. I'm Superman, help me. This is really kind of a trippy... this is stupid. Uh, In flies the real Superman, whereupon Lola tosses real kryptonite at him. He collapses to the ground, (laughs) saying... I'm Superman, help me, but because the rest of those fellows have already been writhing on the ground at pain saying they're Superman, help me, nobody notices. They think he's part of the act. Yep. Now, what kind of act? I'm just trying to imagine a great hero. Let's say uh, John Glenn returns from space uh-huh. and is having a ticker, ta- ticker tape parade down... Uh, Columbus. What's Columbus Avenue? It's May- Mays uh, Avenue? So, Grandview. Oh, yeah, Grandview, First First Avenue. Mm-hmm. Uh, And... A group of people dressed as John Glenn <laughs> collapse on the ground, writhing in agony. What kind of tribute is that to a great hero? Well, okay, you're beginning to sound a little bit like me. Right. Because you're taking this thing a little bit too seriously. Because I, here's the thing. Right. Right? All these men dressed up as Superman are writhing on the ground. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Then Superman comes. Lois tosses, or Lola yeah. tosses a kryptonite really does uh, disable the real Superman mm-hmm. and buys their, themselves, what, a minute of time? Sure. Because all of the other men who are dressed up as Superman take off their rubber masks, um, and the real Superman is left on the ground to recover okay. from Kryptonite. So how much time did that really buy them? And what what did they do? They, their idea was to disrupt the day. Yeah. And to steal the presents left for Superman? Okay. I guess I'd go along with that. I mean, just if they had a shrink ray, why didn't they just shrink Superman? <laughs> Could they? Sure. Why not? Uh, he does shrink later in this issue. Mm-hmm. So, so uh, we're going to let this go. We're going to turn the page before we talk about no, how these men were hired. I'm getting on to that right now. Thank you. Uh, gosh, we're sorry, Superman. Some guy went around hiring hobos who, who had, had your build. build. If a hobo has Superman's build, they can make a lot more money than just being a hobo. Up Superman, right? Yeah. Right. Even in the '60s. Uh, so someone hired hobos and dressed them up in Superman costumes and paid us to, to march. carry around carrying fake kryptonite. Yeah. To do what? To buy a couple extra minutes. I guess so. That's it. That's anyway. It. The day That's is the saved. whole gag. One of the hobos carries the real kryptonite off into the woods, and Superman's fine. Um. Uh, I remember when people were, uh, when hobo was a common word, used in my town, when I was young. Well, your mother used to describe people uh, hobos gypsies. and gypsies. Yes, we don't say gypsies anymore. We say I guess people say hobos. Is that politically correct? Well, we often, people just say homeless people. Okay. Right. Right. Um, but yes, your mother would often refer to people as gypsies. Mm-hmm. As a matter of fact, when we lived in Ormond Beach, yes. She was concerned that gypsies were casing the neighborhood. Yes. Gypsies. Gypsies. And all like to think of was like these Romany people walking around with a donkey-driven cart. Uh-huh. You know? Well, maybe she saw that. I don't know. We were gone a lot. Working. So... uh Gypsies. Lois discovers that Lex, despite his promise, has still been secretly donating to charity. She G- is Look at that face. Yeah. Panel after panel of her with the severest look upon her face. Admit it, you incomparable rat. You cashed in some of the loot we stole and you gave it to that orphanage. Don't lie! Then she goes to claw his face. Think, think, think! You promised to turn off that cornball jazz if I'd marry you. Now drop the square bit or I'll fade out of your life forever! As she's launching at him with her claws. (laughs) Um, we... We're not allowed to use certain words anymore. No. I was going to say that we know someone who uh, this Lois, evil Lois, certainly was patterned after. Oh, we do. Uh, So I'm just going to talk like her for the rest of the episode. Lex! (laughs) You promised you weren't going to give money to charity anymore. (laughs) So... (laughs) Anyway, Lex keeps stealing. He steals a diamond necklace. Uh, they have looted the Louvre and snatched some art masterpieces. Oh, You're skipping over the gold piano. No, I, that's where it is. That's why i was so confused. Because ouch, we ouch. have a headline that says they uh, they loot the Louvre, but I don't. That hasn't happened yet, right? No, it hasn't. Okay, well. No, no, because she's going to steal the Mona Lisa later on. Right, right, right. Uh, so we learn that one of Luther's greatest admirers, now we're back to Luther, the concert pianist. The Maharaja of, of Gaharag Gaharjit? Gaharjit? Gaharja, I don't know. Uh, is going to send Luther a gift, which apparently has to be delivered by Superman, because in Superman, he walks with a giant crate. What's inside the crate? FedEx! A piano made of gold with keys of silver. Yeah, now, that plays let's beautifully. think through, how are you going to keep that tuned? Uh, right? Yeah, right. Uh, gold and silver. Gold is a very soft metal, isn't mm-hmm, it? It is. Uh, we'll have metal men coming up, and we have a metal expert who works for the government. You point keep of saying R&S. that, but, we've never, but we haven't reached it yet. Listen, it's on the schedule, all right? I can't. I just don't throw these things together on the Saturday afternoon. All right. That's false. I do. But, uh, yeah, I know you do. Gold piano with silver keys, fine. Uh, I would think a wooden piano with gold plate might be more practical. That'll come off. But uh, Maybe Lex will melt it down later on. Lois maneuvers herself under some mistletoe, because it's Christmas time, apparently, mm-hmm. and gets a kiss from Superman, making Lex jealous. Uh, Superman goes home, crawls into bed, and is dreaming about Lois. Meanwhile, Lois is talking in her sleep. About how much she hates Superman. How much she hates Superman, and uh, Lex moves in for some kitten play, hot action. <laughs> this is actually shocking that they're that he's embracing her in bed. Well, they do have separate beds. They do, but he's in bed with her now. He sure is. On top of her, in fact. Sleeping single in a double bed. This Uh. is like an episode of Outlander. What was that song I played for you this morning that was in my head as soon as I woke up? I don't remember. It was Dottie West. Dottie West. Uh, Yeah, I don't remember what the song was. It doesn't matter because we have to take a break for a commercial message. Okay, we'll be right back. Public Service Announcement Theater presents... Health Myths Debunked. One day, at a construction site... It's a good thing that nail you stepped on was a new one. You don't have to see a doctor, Dick. Only a rusty nail is dangerous. Wrong, young man! Dr. Dr. Smith! Let me take a look at that. Any puncture wound should be taken care of. As long as the thing that caused the wound touched dirt, it could carry dangerous, invisible germs like tetanus. It doesn't have to be a rusty object. That's only one of the many myths about health that should be exposed. Many people think that a good way to treat frostbite is to rub the frozen part with snow. False! Gradual warming is needed, but rubbing with snow or anything else would only damage more tissue. Or that a piece of raw meat should be used to treat a black eye. False! A cold compress may make it feel better and can help reduce swelling at first, but a piece of meat won't affect swelling or discoloration. Or that cutting or shaving a person's hair more often makes it grow faster. False! The rate of growth on hair is determined by the hair roots or follicles beneath the skin, by heredity and general health.
0: Gosh, Doc! I'll bet I'm doing the wrong thing trying
1: to cure a cold with a hard workout and then a hot bath. Yes, Dick. Rest is usually more useful than exercise to help the body fight a cold, even though sometimes you might feel a little bit better after sweating it out. It could make you feel worse. Don't rely on unscientific myths. Learn the right habits and stay healthy. (laughs) We will. Presented as a public service in cooperation with the National Social Welfare Assembly, Coordinating Organization for National Health, Welfare, and Recreation Agencies of the USA. We're back. Part two, Lola's Crime Rampage. She is going after it all now. Several weeks later in this imaginary tale which might have happened but didn't. (laughs) As we have to be reminded now, the third time in this issue. While their servants have the day off. The fourth time in this issue. Right. This issue. Uh, Luther and Lois enjoy slides of some of their top criminal exploits. Uh, first slide is of uh, them stealing a gold crown. Uh, Lois mentions that it was nice camera work by their henchman, Clavan. So we should assume in this reality that might have happened but didn't, there's no lexophone, Right. Nothing to record criminal events as they happen. But they are outrunning bullets. Well... Yes, now that is nice camera work because they're watching slides, which means it's still photography and which nonetheless caught bullets in motion. Mm-hmm. That is some quick shutter fingering. I think maybe Clavin um missed his calling as yeah. a professional world-class photographer. Yeah. If you can capture bullets in mid-flight, what well, anything's possible. Mhm. Uh they also have a laugh over uh, stealing a spy car which ejected motor oil at uh, a police car made it slide out of control <laughs> that never gets old uh, what's this the doorbell rings let's check the security monitor on the giant television on the giant television it's a lot of lang uh, superboys girlhood uh, boyhood girlfriend that's what I meant to say Right? Superboy's Super boys Boy, childhood, childhood girlfriend. girlfriend. yes, And current day rival to Lois Lane for mm-hmm. Superman's affections. Uh, turns out Lana's network, she's a television hostess, you know, mm-hmm. uh, wants to do a special on Luther, the concert pianist. And uh, Lana will do the commentary and she'd like to take some publicity photos. Well, that's... I wish things moved that quickly nowadays. Just the reporter shows up at your door and says, we're doing a special on you, and I'd like to take the publicity photos now. Instead of a long negotiation process. Right. You know, having to work out, having to get, you know, do you even agree? Oh, I know. Right. Yeah. It's always like that. So, uh, Lana's a comely g- gal, isn't she? Yes. yes. She's uh, redhead, which means she's feisty. Mm-hmm. Uh, she has a little, she has shoulder length hair as opposed to Lois, who has a little... Little bob. Cute little bob. Mm-hmm. Yes. I always thought Lana was prettier than Lois. I think she is. She certainly is in this episode, in this uh, issue. Issue. Mm-hmm. Um, she's wearing a sparkly bracelet, which uh, Lois admires. Yes, I love your new bracelet, Lana. And then Lex goes into a series of costumes. Well, as he explains, his public enjoys seeing him appropriately costumed for the numbers he plays, such as Mephistopheles, The Devil in Gounod's Faust. And Pagliacci. Uh, Leon Cavaglio's Pagliacci. Uh-huh. And clown. Don Giovanni. Yes. Which was based on the story of Don Juan. Right. Everyone knows. Yes. So um, I'm assuming... I mean, he's mentioning actual operas. Right. So, so I'm assuming that he plays uh, piano reductions of orchestral scores. Sure. Why not? Yeah. Because that's always entertaining when you do opera with no singing. Right. It's right. fun. And it's, all, and it's especially entertaining when... Lex Luther appears in costumes yeah. to do said performances of opera productions. As Lana says, the ladies will swoon, including yours truly. I do remember my grandmother, Mrs. White, being kind of crazy about Liberace. Oh, really? Like, as if she could marry him any oh. minute. Oh. Yeah. Oh. Right. Yeah. I know. What a of time. Well, she had a lot of crazy ideas. She thought Alf uh, was actually an alien from space that had come to Earth and started television. I
0: forgot about that.
1: She also thought it was your brother. Uh Uh-huh. Well, that was at the end of her days when she was crazy. Uh, The Alf business, she had no business uh, not understanding that Alf was a puppet. She, like, yeah, exactly. Or that Liberace would marry her. What did she say about Alf? They say he's an alien. They say he's an alien. She had a lot of crazy ideas, most of them uh, racially based, Uh, so we don't need to mention them on this podcast. But uh, it was a different time. Right. Well, it wasn't. It was the 80s and 90s, so. But she was very, very old school. I suppose. She was a racist, really, actually. Yeah. Well, most people uh, are still. Yes. uh, Lois pushes uh, Lana Lana right right out the door. door. Because she figures Lana's after Lex. And then she puts in her hate face. Yeah. She used to try to steal Superman from me. Now this pig is after my husband. <laughs> she calls her a pig. Uh, oh, Lois. Uh, Lois goes after Lex. He tries to soothe her. Don't flip your lid, baby. You must learn to live with the fact that I am irresistible to all women. And humble, too. But I only love you, Lois. Baby. baby. Paste that on your jealous brain. Jealous, not me. If you prefer that red-headed harpy to me, you can have her. Now take your hand off me before I break it. Wow, she's got a Lex. 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 Uh, it's a ritual. She for wakes us. up. <laughs> she wakes up in the morning, ready to apologize to Lex, but he's gone. He's locked himself into a uh, soundproof but uh clear uh walled. She can see inside the room, but it's sealed off. God, I wish I had one of those. I bet you do. (laughs) Can be arranged. (laughs) Uh, He's locked the door so that he can write a new song. I write the songs that make the whole world sing. I write the songs that make Lois jealous of Lana. Open the door, blast you, I'm wise to you. You're writing a love song for Lana. I hate you! If only the intercom was on so you could hear me! Love and marriage. Lex! Lex. <laughs> Lex. So he's uh, trapped in that room for days and days. Our wonder... fans should know that we are we are throwing back... An... To each other back and forth a yes. joke about It's a private that we, joke that private you're not joke. in on, so yeah. you'll just have to live it's with someone that. Someone that we know that um, acts just like this. We do see through the plexiglass walls that Lex is shaving at the sink, so presumably he does have a bed. He must have a toilet in there. But I guess Lois could just watch him go to the toilet. That's, <laughs> that's hot. As
0: one does. Uh, oh,
1: The butler comes to deliver some food, and uh, Lois says, hold up, butler. Lex likes loads of pepper on his food. <laughs> he actually doesn't. She, uh, she it, says, actually, he hates it. I hope it burns his tongue. Now, you'd think if the butler delivers his food every day, the butler would know that he doesn't actually like pepper. Because the butler's the one that's going to get fired for this, mm-hmm. right? Well, yes. Lex, is, Lex donates all of the proceeds from his theft to charity. Well, not all, because he's got a plexiglass room in his house a gold piano which and can a be butler. Sealed off, yeah. Okay. Um, so he takes the he takes the net, a portion of the net profits, right, and donates it to charity. From his a portion of the uh, net profits, on. I don't know how the economics work. They Roses didn't really get into that. Take in net's this work. is an imaginary story. It doesn't matter. I'll just have another sip of my cocktail. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Lois meanwhile sneaks off to Paris. On the Lexo jet It's raining in Paris, of course oh, It's raining, it always rains in Paris mm-hmm. I love Paris in the spring springtime do, 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 do. I love Oh, he died recently No, no, he didn't Michel Legrand Michel no, Legrand, but he didn't write that, uh, that was, Anyway Who wrote that? I don't know uh, Irving Berlin, somebody No It was an American, I think Anyway Lois is at the Louvre Leslie I't No, it was an American You want me to Google it right now? Nope. No, go Go ahead. ahead. I'll look it up while you're talking through this. Uh, Lois arrives at the Louvre to deface the Mona Lisa. Now, the Mona Lisa in this drawing... Have you ever seen the Mona Lisa? Uh, No, I've never been to the Louvre. Well, Have you? I have, and Mona Lisa is about a quarter of the size as it's drawn in this panel. Very good, Bob. What? Cole Porter. Oh, okay. I never would have thought it was Cole Porter. Yeah yeah, Makes sense yeah. Also gay Yes Okay Back to the, the Mona Lisa Yeah So, so you've sh- seen the Mona Lisa I have Did you have your, pick, your pockets picked? I don't believe so By gypsies mm-hmm. That's who picked your pocket In the mm-hmm. Louvre uh, But the Mona Lisa is In a room all by itself And it's about a quarter of this size mm-hmm. It's not big at all Anyway Lois is stealing As she cuts it out of the frame Rolls it up And puts it inside her umbrella That's a horrible thing she's done Well That's not the most horrible thing she's done Just wait She sneaks back to America. Uh, The studio door is open. She walks in and she finds uh, Lana's bracelet on on the the piano. She deduces that Lana's been there. And the bracelet and Lana were the inspiration for Lex. Right. She plays. There's a tape recorder on top of the piano. She presses play. Out of the tape player pours a brilliant haunting melody which dazzles the senses of the listener. It's the most magnificent thing I've ever heard. Forceful yet tender. I, I hate am- it! <laughs> <laughs> so she strides into the bedroom, dumps a vase of flowers. Oh, don't Lex's you head. ever do that to me. Have some flowers. Uh, on okay. I mean, in, a, in his bed. I mean, come on. He probably doesn't have plastic sheets in the bed, so he, she just soaked the mattress. You don't know his life. He looks the type that would have plastic sheets. He probably sweats a lot in his sleep. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I heard the love song you wrote, to Lana, and I found her bracelet where she forgot it after sneaking in to meet you. I despise you both. <laughs> uh, however, Lex surprises her with not only the handwritten manuscript to the Superman Sonata, which is his new composition... But also a note from Lana. Dear Lois, since Since you admire my my bracelet, bracelet, I'm sending sending it to you by by messenger. messenger, Your your dear dear friend, friend, Lana. Lana. I always imagine, do people still do that? What? Just the thing, like, oh, I love your hat. And then the next day they send you their hat. That's such a lovely gesture. Isn't it? I wish I had that much money and things that I didn't care about. Well, if I did, I'd probably give more of my things away. Right. The problem is no one's ever admired anything that I've had on my body. Dear Bob, I love your underwear. Here it's yours. Uh Lex and Lois kiss and makeup. Did you get your cufflinks your cufflinks back? I did. Hey everyone. Remember a couple of weeks ago when I was in Montana? Mm-hmm. Well, I lost my cufflinks. I didn't lose them. I just left them. And they were very special cufflinks. They were very special. I've had them for 25 years at least. Mm-hmm. They're made of, uh, not arthracite, malachite. Malachite. They're beautiful. They're lovely. Anyway, I left them behind in Bozeman, Montana. Well, what do you know? I just emailed the church at Bozeman. The lady sent them back to me. That's sweet. It is. I sent a donation to her church. I hope she's happy. I hope she didn't mind that the check has both our names on it. I'm sure it's fine. Uh, Meanwhile, Superman is delighted to learn that Lex has written a sonata in his honor, and Lex has requested the use of a special Kryptonian musical instrument. Called a lithra? The Lithra? Lithra? It's called lithra. 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 It's kind of like a Liger. because Superman's mentioned it in interviews. It's a xylophone with bells on the bottom of it. Yeah, I'm sure something like this. It's exists. basically a vibraphone. Uh, he goes to or the marimba, something. Yeah, he goes to the Bottle City of Candor, which he has to shrink himself down and go into the Bottle City to borrow the Lither, mm-hmm. which is in residence there in Candor. So again, the Bottle City of Candor, where everyone is shrunken. But Superman can shrink and grow, come back out. And the Lither can grow and come back out. Why does he get to come and go all the time? Because he's Superman? I don't know. I mean, there actually have been stories in recent times where the residents of Kandor are released and grown to giant size. And then they take over the Earth because they all have superpowers when they get out of the bottle. Yeah. That wouldn't be very nice. No, it wouldn't. Uh, So Lois, remember, she stole the Mona Lisa. She's defaced it, as she did with the Statue of Liberty, and uh, painted and her, her... Painted her her cowl on it? Yeah, her that's, Lola mask. That's the stupidest thing. I do like that she's fully committed. She's wearing a painter's smock oh, yeah. mini dress kind of thing, yeah, and a, beret, a beret. Beret, yeah. She's a total... This is her studio. So, she mails the defaced Mona Lisa to Clark Kent at the Daily Planet, And he writes a story. Historic Outrage, Mona Lisa Painting shocks Art World by Clark Kent. Right. Uh, Do you know that for many years it's possible that the Mona Lisa that was hanging in the Louvre was a forgery? Because the real one had been stolen. I think I'm correct on that. I'm going to have to... I either saw that on National Geographic or Gilligan's Island. I can't remember which it was. But I will uh, double check my sources there.
0: But I know like, there's the Something
1: about That the Mona Lisa Was stolen And a forgery replaced And blah blah blah, blah. Blah, blah 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 Also there's more Than one Mona Lisa Really? Yeah he painted More than one okay. They're hanging All over Europe Oh the big, I think big, I saw big, one big big In room. the restroom Of a place He went to in Italy Right And he would have A student's copy it mm. and it's, all, it's, a, it's a thing mm-hmm. Uh Less than, Do you think She'd be prettier? Who? Mona Lisa Well they didn't Have makeup then Or uh, Standards. Or diets. Um, also, there's a theory that it's actually, that he, it's a self-portrait that it's him in drag. You're nodding, like. I, okay, I've heard that before. Yes. Oh, okay. Yeah. I've also read Graham Hancock's Fingerprints of the Gods. Yes. What about it? Hmm, you know, conspiracy theories. Uh, that very evening, Lois, dressed as Lola, breaks into Jimmy Olsen's apartment, mm-hmm. um, Because she remembers Jimmy mentioning a fantastic gadget that Superman gave him for his trophy collection. Now, there's a flaw here in her plan. Oh, good. She's breaking into Jimmy Olsen's apartment at night, and he's not home. Yeah. What else has he got going on? Well, he might be developing photographs. Well, I guess this is an imaginary story. Sure. Um, She heads out with this gadget, gizmo. I want to say gizmo. Yeah, it's gizmo. It's a gizmo, with the jet, and she and she drops it by parachute over what an airport or something. Yeah, an airfield. It's a little device that creates a hurricane. Yeah. So fine. That's you know. So now she's caused terrible wind damage. Mm-hmm. Wow, that's awful, Lola. So it turns out she is trying to top his criminal fame by doing crimes all on her own without mm-hmm. him. She's gone so long. She then goes, we we get the splash page where he she is defacing the Statue of Liberty with her Lola mask. Mm-hmm. But here comes Superman. Of course he would horn in. Well, she's in a little plane that can't outfly him, so she has to surrender. Whereupon Superman discovers that it's Lois. He his old paramour. Hmm. I you, love that word, paramour. You wouldn't really imprison me, would you, Superman? Superman! <laughs> you said you loved me, remember? <laughs> Sorry. Lois, <laughs> I don't know why you became a criminal, but you're going to pay for your crimes. Yeah. Um. Ooh. I just turned the page back. So, he, this is a great, I love this deal. He gives her a week. He's not going to arrest her. He gives her a week to return all the loot. Yeah, and turn yourself into your husband. Yeah, that's fine. Uh, You just shot somebody? Great. Uh, We'll give you a week to uh, settle your affairs. We're not going to take you to jail right away. Mm -mm. That's not how the law works. That's how it works in his world. Well, I guess. But it is an imaginary story that might have happened but didn't. He's blinded by love. He returns a week later to return, to, you know, deliver the Lither. For Lex. Uh, yeah, we're at the concert. Superman Sonata, yep. Mm-hmm. Uh. <laughs> what well, the emotional roller coaster that Lois must be on. I'll say. Now look at this concert. Lex introduces his wife, Lois. For the first time in my life, I shall play a duet. That's it. Yeah. Yeah. My wife, Lois, will accompany me in the performance, the Superman Sonata. She will play the Kryptonian Lither. Did she? Play an instrument before this? I guess because so, look at her playing it. She is all in. And can I just say something about those mallets? Yeah. Those are some hard mallets. They're there's Kryptonian no, mallets. There's no any kind of yarn on them uh-huh. or any covering or whatever. It is like, I don't know what that sound is, but I bet it's not very pretty. Well, it's Kryptonian, so... So... What? Uh, She's playing a, a, a table full of roof tiles. So... Listen to what Lois is thinking. Yeah! Uh My darling Lex calculated (laughs) correctly that the tonal vibrations from this Kryptonian lither combining with the musical notes from a piano would have a madness-inducing effect upon anyone from Krypton. So, we've got to make a lot of assumptions here. Mm -hmm. First of all, Lex... Has been able to study the tonal vibrations of an instrument which he did not have access to. Right. He just made really good guesses. As well as the physiology of an alien species which he also did not have access to. And the psychological fortitude. Yes. Right? Now... To craft a sequence of musical notes in time and with the right rhythm and the right harmonic combinations to induce... Pleasant effects in human beings. Right, right, right. And madness in a Kryptonian. Uh, now, he's a super genius, as we know. But, but he doesn't have a lexicon. Not in this reality. No lexicon. And he doesn't know how to control Lois's crazy mood swings. He can't deal with women. Mm-hmm. That's for sure. Mm-hmm. Superman is in the audience. He has a box seat to himself and he is losing his mind. His senses, he says. The very music that so delights the Earth people in the Great Hall diabolically drags the mind of Superman down into a hideous mire of insanity. You said you loved me, (laughs) or were you just being kind, or am I losing my mind? Hey, uh, that's from Follies. It is from Follies Stephen Sondheim. I met a guy at a bus stop once who went to high school with Stephen Sondheim. And said, Yep, he was an asshole in high school too. <laughs> nice. uh, so now they're back to jazz language. Flip Superman wig out. Ha ha! <laughs> I wish. Crazy I wish, Superman, crazy! I wish. Um... My two jazz friends actually listen to this podcast. Well, why don't you invite them? Don't forget to tell all your friends about our podcast and don't forget to rate and review on iTunes. I'll repeat that again. <laughs> We're today. not, the, we still have a whole part to go. I through. know, it's not even over yet. Oh my God, the worst part three Lexo's Last Caper. Oh my God. Uh, stop the music. The conductor says Superman has suffered some sort of attack. Wait, he's a conductor. How yeah. does he talk? Like that? Yes, oh wait. Stop the music! Superman has suffered some sort of attack! He appears to be in a state of suspended animation! That's a good conductor voice. Uh, Superman's in a state of suspended animation. After freaking out and going crazy. Uh, Lois, thinking to herself, I could laugh out loud with glee. But she won't. Instead she just looks at him like, you know who. Right. Lex Lex Uh Supergirl has a one panel appearance There's no hope for my cousin Oh hey Supergirl Bye We've tried everything Supergirl Nothing has roused him We're handicapped by not knowing what caused it to happen Well I went to that awful concert That's what happened This is like those American diplomats that got Attacked by sound waves in Cuba (gasps) That's right (gasps) Entire world... This is Daily Planet headline. Entire world mourns end of Superman. Man of Steel placed in Superman Museum. (laughs) Placed in its own museum. So, if I ever go into a coma... Yes. I want you to put me in a museum. Don't put me in a hospital. Don't monitor my vitals. Just put me in a museum. Is it going to be a Bob Robinson museum or just a museum? Uh, I mean, any museum would do, but a Bob Robinson museum would be great. What about Mr. Ed's... Elephant Museum. Yes. Is that what you want to be? Elephant kept? Museum and Candy Emporium. Yes. Yes, absolutely. Okay. Do you think you'll revive? I don't know. So if you go into a coma, you want me to take you to Pennsylvania and put you yes. in Mister Ed's Elephant Museum and Candy Emporium. Yes, I will do that. Thank you. It's recorded. You might have to dress me as an elephant. Now you know why I'm going to be in a coma. Why? Because I slipped on a banana peel and fell down the stairs. I, I thought it was, you would have said you would have tripped over a dog. And, oh, same and thing. Fall into your death. Same thing yeah uh, and the dogs will have eaten my face off, but no <coughs> if I'm still alive and in a coma, you just prop me up in the museum, Mr. Ed's Elephant Museum and candy Emporium. okay, Google it. That's a real thing, everyone. It's awesome. We've been there several times. uh the underworld is celebrating the occasion in the sewer hideout of Lexo and Lola. We're swinging the Superman Sonata, see? And then Soupy gets the beat, see? And then ha 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 ha! You and the government. Uh, so Lois is going crazy with the Glee and all of a she's, sudden she starts screaming. She's got some sort of bipolar disorder happening right. now. Yeah. Starts screaming, runs off and seals herself into the safe room. Or whatever. Uh, she locked herself in her own room. Where he passes food through the door. This is strange. You know, they both have some kind of nervous breakdown. Yeah. He can't play the piano anymore. She can't stand to be the, a, a villain anymore. Right. Uh, There's lots of little little. I don't know what do you what do you call these things? These little vignettes. Uh, not vignettes. Uh, it's an 80s it's, montage. It's an a 80s montage. Thank you of yeah. him trying to play the piano and, he, and not being successful and, and slamming his fist right. down on the piano. And eventually slamming his fist down on the door between Lois hiding herself away from him <laughs> and breaking through the door. To find that somehow she's managed to cobble together from all the things that she has hidden in the room a dummy of Superman. Right. And she's talking to him. To bring it back to opera? It's a mad scene. Thank you. It's Lucia's mad scene. Yes. Uh, so yes, Lois has crafted a two-dimensional dummy of Superman, which she's talking to. It's not uh, a very fit dummy, is it? No. No it's not. Tone. She should have hired a hobo.
0: <laughs> Don't stand in a
1: room. So it turns out that the ray that turned Lois evil has worn off. Yes. And uh, Lois says, We destroyed the greatest man who ever lived. We'll never be able to atone for this crime. We're doomed. Lex does a share in a moonstruck on Nicholas Cage. (laughs) He does a whole. Snap out of it! Smacks her across the face. Smacks her across the face with a (laughs) whap! My conscience has been tormenting me too, Lois. Well, only I didn't get smacked across the face. Uh, Lex determines that he's going to find some way to revive Superman, so he carries his piano, well, his henchmen are carrying his piano, and the Kandorian Lither. That's such a classic trope. What? Woman gets, woman gets slapped out of hysteria and comes yeah. to her senses, and collapses into a man's arms. Right. I, that doesn't work like that. Well, I think we need to differentiate between the term classic and historic. Because historically, it happened a lot. I don't know if it deserves the term classic. Um, okay, I'm just saying that when someone is really going through a psychotic breakdown, right. slapping them across the face does not break them out of it. I know, not from my own personal like, first-hand experience, I know right. from a family member going through a true psychotic episode, and slapping them on the face does not snap them out of it. Now, did you try smacking? No. Okay uh so there was no no, right 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 there's no reasoning with someone who's going through a psychotic a truly psychotic episode right but i mean did you try it though in fairness this was a family member that i wouldn't have slapped okay yes so what if it was like uh the woman that we believe lois is based upon oh totally yeah that probably would have worked that would have yeah yeah that's not true We're not advising the people to smack Never, never. It's just that there's a long history with this person. Right. Anyway. Uh, So Lex is dragging his instruments into the Superman music. (laughs) Lex. Play Lola like you've never played before. But perform the Superman sonata backwards. It may reverse the vibrosonic effect upon Superman. You know sometimes I have the guys in my choir recite, read backwards, the music from backwards. How's that work out for you? It's interesting. It's kind of interesting because they realize that, you know, they only read from left to right and then right. they read from right to left. They go, oh, we can do this. Play, play, play all night if necessary. Well, it's not working. So the next day they leave the museum, drag all their instruments out. Look how upset they are. Lex and Lois go back to their luxury apartment and slouch on the couch. in they're super thinking, 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 thinking. Lois cracks up again. I can't stand just sitting here. <laughs> Can't, she stand, it, a lamp can't over stand it! I can't stand it! Like that, um, like an airplane. So, I gotta get out of here! I gotta get out of here! <laughs> <laughs> Lex decides to snap them out of their stupor. They're going to go to crime spree, the, of... the greatest heist in history. Mm-hmm. They steal a rare alloy which is worth one billion dollars. Billion <laughs> dollars. Lois is not satisfied. Mm-mm. They're back at their sewer headquarters, slouched in chairs, looking at their $1 billion loot. I wonder what it's like to have a billion dollars. I don't know, but they don't know either because they're going to return it. Uh, Lex locks their costumes in a safe because they're never going to commit crimes again. They're finished with crime forever. Suddenly, at the Superman Museum, the vibersonic cure which Lexo and Lola had given the Man of Steel has worked. But on a delayed action basis. So Superman wakes up. Last thing I remember is becoming ill at the concert. So he patrols Metropolis to find Lois. Walking down the street with her pocketbook and her pillbox hat. She looks adorable. Uh, Lois is really relieved to see him, though she knows that Superman doesn't believe her. Mm -mm. So he takes her to court where she is sentenced to 10 years of hard labor mm-hmm. 10 years 10 years that seems a light sentence for me but uh it was the 60s lex is beside himself he's devastated that his wife is going to prison and he's not because of course nobody knows that lex luther is secretly lexo Lois oh, tries. I not love this panel on the next page. Well, I'm not on this page. Oh. Lois has tried to cover for him. Oh, yeah. She's uh, pretending that she was Lola secretly, but Lex Luthor had nothing to do with being Lexo. Mm-hmm. Uh, panel on the next page, yes. <laughs> oh my God, that's the best. Where she's. Okay, first of all, she was sentenced to hard labor, she's doing laundry. That's not hard labor. Uh, you've never done laundry on a washboard. Haven't I? Have you? Sure. When? When I was a child, I had to take my clothes down to the Scioto River and beat them on rocks. You're making that up. And I only had one set of clothes, so I had to do it every day. <laughs> Even in the winter. <laughs> I'm just saying, when I, when I hear hard labor, I'm thinking that she's taking a pickaxe to rocks to get the gems out or something oh no this is the 1960s this is a classic trope she's gonna have to sit there and do laundry because that's what women do in the 60s well first of all it's not a very efficient use of our tax dollars when we could just throw laundry into a machine in the 60s they had washing machines well this author was probably in his this artist was a hello i don't know how old he was but he had an idea in his mind that you know hard labor was meant Doing laundry by hand. It's like the Magdalene laundries. I was thinking, I was going to say the Magdalene laundries. Uh, Lois is causing some trouble in the prison washroom. She sure is. Oh boy, imagine how how chapped and cracked your hands would be at the end of the day. Day after day of doing laundry like this. Luther decides he's going to open the safe, take out his Lexo costume, and break Lois out of prison. Yep. He... Arrives at the prison yard, where the female prisoners are out for some exercise. Why was I thinking that they could fly in these outfits? Yeah, I mean... I guess not. We've never really seen them fly. We haven't. That would make sense, though. Yeah. Uh, Luther arrives in the prison yard, just in time for Superman to also arrive... The guards on the prison wall assume that Lexo is trying to kill Superman and shoot him dead with a machine gun. They
0: kill him.
1: Well, that's how we know it's an imaginary story, because nobody ever dies in a comic. Uh, And not only does he die, but his henchmen die too. Yeah, his henchmen die of radiation poisoning, so we finally get the payoff of that. Um... So, Superman goes to Lexo's headquarters, discovers the statue, and deduces that that's what turned Lois evil. And so, he uh, gets her released from prison because she was not under her own, uh, what are we calling it? Cognizance? Yes. She didn't know what she was doing. Yeah, no. She was crazed with evil. She... Rays. Is that right? Cognizance? I don't know. Hmm. So Superman's there to greet Lois when she is released from prison. He uh, probably is going to ask her to marry him. But look at this. Of course I'm deeply shocked, Superman. Of course I'm deeply shocked by my villainous deeds and very sorry, but there's one thing I'll never regret. My love for Lexo. Lex. He was a criminal, but he was my man. And I loved him. I still love him. I always will. It's a ritual. You can understand that, can't you, Superman? Superman. Of course. This imaginary tale actually never happened. Next issue, more real adventures of Lois Lane. I can't wait. That's the fourth time in this issue that we've been told it was an imaginary tale. Well, look, what if you were a new reader and you had seen the Superman TV show and you think, hey, Lois Lane, I know her from TV. Mm. I'm going to pick up this issue. Mm. Uh, you don't want to be mistaken and think that uh, Lois is evil. Well, maybe, maybe I have no business reading comics.
0: i am just say.
1: Um, Are we that simple that we need to be told that many times? I guess so. Dear Editor... I'm on the letters page. I see you are. I liked the story Lois Lane's anti-Superman campaign, but I think you're anti-female. Mm-hmm. What? Females haven't been denigrated in this comic at all. <laughs> you show nearly all men around Lois' booth when she's campaigning for the Senate. I'm only a teenager, but I think more women should be interested in voting for her. Ronnie Rainey, Shreveport, Louisiana. Dear Ronnie... When you're old enough to vote, vote as you please. In the meantime, grant (laughs) these guys the same right. Besides, can you blame them for flocking around a pretty chick? Nice. Well, editor, that's not really the best way to answer this young lady. Dear editor, my mother, sister, and I have read your magazine for quite some time. We especially like Lois and Lana... We're talking about them the other day and decided that Superman likes Lois for her unusual ways of finding trouble and getting out of it. Mom's theory is that he cares most for Lana because he went with her during their school days. And there is no love like the first love. Signed, Tammy Williams, Marietta, Ohio. Dear Tammy, a very interesting analysis, but this is one case where mother does not know best. The man of steel was never in love with Lana when he was a youth, so it's incorrect to call her his first flame. Wow, they are smacking down these letter writers. They sure are. I'm looking for a really good one. Yeah. Hmm. Dear editor, in Lois Lane, number 62, you show Lois taking a photo in the U.S. Senate. How absurd can you be? It is mandatory that you have to check your cameras on a table outside the chamber. Please let me know how she did it. Jack Baker, Oil City, Pennsylvania. I'm looking for that. Oh, sorry. Dear yeah. Jack. I see. Lois used a familiar reporter's trick to carry the camera past the guard's vigilant eye. Every newspaper man knows this secret of the trade, and we'd be 14-carat skunks to make it public. Is that true? I'm uh, not a photographer, nor am I a journalist. Right. I, I am a hobbyist photographer. Mm-hmm. Not as good as you are. You're quite the photographer. You have quite an eye for that. Wow. Dear editor, (laughs) I have a question concerning Lois Lane's anti-Superman campaign. If Lois was mad at Superman, why did she continue to wear those earrings he gave her? Signed, Amy Jenner, Freeport, New York. Dear Amy, what do you think we are, psychoanalysts? As wise men have said, go figure the vagaries of a woman's mind. Good God. Oh, I'm sorry, women. All women, ever. Do you suppose they sat around drinking cocktails on Friday afternoon reading these things and talking about how stupid women were? Friday afternoon was probably Friday morning. Mm. Uh, Speaking of which. Yeah. We're out of cocktails here. Well. We're done. We better sign off then. Uh Don't forget to rate and review us on iTunes. And don't forget to tell all your friends. You can find us on social media at Google Check Pod. And... uh, Uh, This has been fun. It was fun. Wasn't it? I, love I mean, love we took lame. a light tromp through. She's a minx. She... <laughs> um, but yes, also I'm sorry to all women. Ever. Yeah. I mean, we knew that it was an imaginary tale because we were told four times in the same issue. It was a tale that could have happened but didn't. Right. Um, and uh, yeah, we'll be back next week. Mm-hmm. Because next week yes. is our anniversary not only of our marriage, but of our podcast. What a coincidence. Womp, 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 womp. Uh yeah, that's all I have. Okay. Okay. Well this has been fun. I'll say. It's been a great weekend, hasn't it? It sure has. I laid around all day and played Legend of Zelda. What'd you do? Well, you and I I mean you said you laid around but you didn't actually. You and I cleaned the the, the room I we spent the most time little in. Little bit of house. Emptied yes. three canisters yes. worth of dog hair mm-hmm, from from mm-hmm, the last mm-hmm. anyway, we dusted and vacuumed a lot downstairs and did a, um, and then I uh, went to the hardware store. Right, but mostly I played Legend of Zelda. So yeah, yeah, it's good. Uh, we'll be back next week. Oh, I took a nap on the sofa too. That was nice. That must be great. Yeah, it was awesome. Um, I fell down in the snow and I'm all stove up. <laughs> That's all for this week. Bye. Bye.